0: what's up everybody out there in the world how you guys doing today uh may the fourth be with you i know we got a lot of star wars fans that might be listening i'm um, gonna do a quick uh, little entertainment news and uh quick little review of what i've seen so far of a show um for you guys so uh, listen up next and uh, let's see what's up so yeah we got a couple of uh quick uh movie news things to push out there i know i just did an episode recently on transformers so i'll start a couple of those uh quick news uh and notes i guess i can say um there was recently i think a director announced for a transformers prequel movie Uh, which is pretty pretty dope of course you guys know by now I'm a big-time Transformers fan Uh, I'm not gonna get into too too long uh, details about uh, you know what these movies are gonna be about one of I know this one in particular the the prequel movie it's gonna be an animated movie and I think uh, it's supposed to focus on the relationship between Optimus and Megatron leading up to the war on Cybertron so that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, just to know they're doing that, I think um, they're going to try to explore a lot of the history between and between the two of them, well, Optimus and Megatron. And uh, you know, it's it's supposed to be a part, you know from the live action movies but it's you know kind of a prequel they're trying to set up um and i'm I'm curious myself to see if that's a prequel that's going to be related to the new tv show uh the war for cybertron tv show that's coming out on netflix in august so uh, that's one of them uh the other big news i think was uh the live action on the live action side and before I go any further, I apologize that uh, when I was talking about uh, transformers and you know my love for them and stuff, you know I didn't I didn't really bring up you know the movies that much. I uh, wasn't trying to focus too much on the movies, uh, the live action movies. Um, and a buddy of mine did mention you know uh, what I, you know Bumblebee. What about that? You know talking about that movie. And um, uh, I'm not going to do a review of Bumblebee or anything like that. I do think um, it's definitely one of the better. Uh, adaptations of live-action Transformers that there's been in a while Um, you know set in the 80s uh, the intro to that movie is basically what every I think G1 fan ever wanted Transformers movie to be (laughs) so just to be able to see that and those kind of things uh, that was done by Travis Knight I think uh, you know that that would be awesome to see a whole film like that because us growing up that's it's kind of like what we saw it wasn't so much focused on the human being side of characters like the michael bay films were but more so the robots themselves and what they did and dealt with on cybertron so i thought that was cool uh, in, in that movie um but getting back to this news uh the the rumors there's a lot of rumors about this next live action movie uh, i think they're saying it's going to be released in june of 2022 um and it's going to be i don't know if it's going to be set in the same universe as bumblebee um you know but i know that bumblebee was kind of like a soft reboot of the live action stuff uh, for them um so, uh there's rumors um that one of the you know live action films is going to be based on beast wars uh, which would be awesome i think everyone's like i said i think in that my previous episode that a lot of people you know picked up on beast wars after transformers and it was like the next thing that everyone kind of you know liked a lot so um if that ends up being uh the next live action film i'm all for it you know i'm down to check that out for sure but uh that's definitely a couple quick tidbits of some movie news uh, related to transformers specifically um now i'll get to some other stuff that's out there so a couple of the other things uh i saw pop up in the entertainment news uh this week um one of them was uh, the new GI Joe movie reboot that might be happening. I guess at uh, Paramount. Um, kind of sticking to um, '80s stuff right now at the moment. so I just talked about Transformers a little bit, um, I know they're I saying that uh, I know there's been a new Snake Eyes movie in the works for a while. We're supposed to come out in the fall i think in around october um and that's one of those uh, kind of soft reboots they're trying to something similar to what they did with uh, transformers and bumblebee uh, so they're trying to do that as well with uh, uh, gi joe and i think uh, they're going to do a uh, a follow-up uh, gi joe movie after that which is going go to go an into production and possibly coming out again uh the same year as the other uh, new transformers movie which i think around 2022 uh, is what they're trying to do so it seems like hasbro is trying to uh get some of their properties and get some of those you know films out there so they can uh get their you know their ips back in the public eye i guess get to try to get their popularity back and try to get uh you know some of those uh things out there in the world um so yeah, another G.I. Joe movie looks like uh, possibly another two G.I. Joe movies coming uh, here soon. And then uh, uh, no, some more news. I think, uh, I know there's a new Fast and Furious I think coming out this year. Uh, I know, I'm kind of uh, fatigued from those movies already. Uh, but I think uh, Vin Diesel think, released some news about a sequel to Riddick. So I think they're going to do a Chronicles of Riddick 4. I think uh, that's going to be happening officially according to him uh he said uh it's gonna be more about the furia planet uh, where um, the people like riddick come from supposedly Uh, if you're a fan of pitch black and the chronicles of riddick those films um the last one was pretty good i think it was better uh than the previous one um and it kind of went back to how the original Pitch Black film was. If you're a fan of that uh, horror movie, sci-fi horror, I think uh, that series uh, is pretty cool. They made it into, you know, uh, its own little universe. Uh, Vin Diesel, I think, uh, likes it a lot. Him and David Twohy, who was the producer director, I think, and they you know built this universe so it looks like another one of those might be coming uh soon i think the Vin have put out their social media they just finished this script and uh, that it's going to be a go for chronicles of riddick 4 i guess so that's something else uh, to look forward to in the movie news news world um so the other news item i want to mention was that i think they're saying uh, season two of the mandalorian it's not going to be delayed um, even though you know everything that's going on, I don't see how it couldn't be, well, unless they were done filming ahead of time. Um, but they're saying it's not going to be delayed, and uh, one of the reasons they're saying it might be delayed was the visual, because of visual effects. Um, you know, some of the shots that I guess in season one there was like more than four thousand little different visual effects, which is crazy for a TV show, I'm sure. Um, but when it's Disney, they got the money, so I don't see why they can't do it. Uh, but they're saying that won't be the reason Season 2 is delayed, so uh, that's just something um, that's out there, too. And I think one of the big, you know, spoilers one, two, three is Ahsoka Tano might make an appearance in Mandalorian Season 2. Which means that she was around during the first trilogy of Star Wars, and since it is May the Fourth, cannot not talk about Star Wars. Um, where was she, man? Why didn't she come out, right? But uh, again, that's probably because that character didn't really get popular until way later uh, in the Clone Wars and um, part of the prequel trilogy, um, and the animated one to be specific. You know, that's a really popular character, really popular Jedi, and that's gonna kind of be the question i guess for star wars fans you know like we're gonna need some kind of explanation to where she was during the events of you know a new hope empire strikes back and return of the jedi so maybe hopefully in the mandalorian they'll answer those questions and uh fans will kind of see what happened you know where did she go and um uh, did she survive post uh, mandalorian and then we'll be asking why wasn't she the new uh, sequel trilogy so uh yeah that's a little bit of star wars related news um you know more related to the tv show and don't forget that uh, rise of skywalker just dropped on uh, disney plus so you guys can see that too and uh, that's about it for star wars uh also uh, last dance had a couple more episodes that just dropped um i'm not really gonna go over the last dance you know do more reviews of them because it's stuff that one, everyone is probably doing their own reviews on all over YouTube, all over the internet, and it's stuff that's already happened, you know, it's been happened for, what, 20 something years now so, uh, you know it is, uh, as a fan of the Bulls it's cool to see that, you know it's, all it's doing really to me is just making me Long for those days. And, you know, I think, uh you know, once we know what's going to happen with the NBA season, I'll probably do a couple of podcasts related to Chicago Bulls news and, you know, about the changes that have happened with the front office and stuff like that. Um But I think all the last dance is really doing is kind of firing up the fan base to like want that again. You know, if you're a fan of the Bulls, you're going to want we want championships again. We want to feel that. You know there is a reason to watch this team and i want to feel like there's a reason to go to the games to see them you know so um that's about all i'll say in relation to that um and now i'm gonna get to my review for this week um it's a little show that i'm not sure if a lot of people have been watching it or not um it's on hulu uh and i'm gonna be reviewing wu-tang and american saga so about uh this show one thing i i wanted to say before i got into the review was there was a a scene in it that stuck with me and it's definitely something you guys should check out um you know there's a scene towards the end of the first episode spoilers where bobby tells his uncle you know he sleeps with the light on because he's afraid of demons in the closet and i thought it was really profound a way or an explanation that he uh, told his nephew about you know you know the difference between the light and the dark and you know uh just something to make him think and he said uh he i think bobby asked his uncle you know if god made light why does darkness still exist and his uncle tells him actually light is always shining it's just that we turn ourselves away from it and we end up in the shadows of something that blocks the light and then sometimes it's our own shadows Uh, he then tells you know his nephew Bobby he's like you know look around the room he said do you see that bookcase do you see the closet and he turns the light off and tells Bobby what's also in the dark is also in the light it's only your perception that changes Uh, he turned the light back on and then he says you know you see everything is still the same and then he told his uncle so the demon in the closet is just my imagination and uh, his uncle tells him yep you know, the largest nation is the imagination. Uh, it can be your greatest enemy, but uh, if you can control it and understand how to use it, it becomes your greatest weapon. Uh, Bobby tells him, So, you know, you're saying um, my imagination is like my superpower. And his uncle says, Well, that's one way to put it. And I thought that was one of the best uh, explanations of, you know, darkness and light you know and it's something that everyone can relate to so um you know i'm not trying to get religious or anything um but it's it's a great explanation uh for how we are as people you know and that coming from a show uh, like this you know i wouldn't i was not expecting something so profound to be in there like that so definitely um uh, let me get into the review here real quick but i just wanted to share that scene from the show so so, a lot of people might not know this about me, but um, as a child, I would say, teenage, first preteen teenager, That's the very first album I ever listened to by myself was Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers. That was my introduction to, I guess, hip-hop that wasn't mainstream hip-hop at the time. Um. My brother had the cassette and that's that's what I heard uh, for the first time. So, you know um, Like that album to me is a classic album, you know the songs, you know if you haven't heard that album um, Bring the Ruckus popular on there cream um, Protect your neck met man um, You know, can it be also simple like these? classic hip-hop tracks now but back then when i was a kid and i was listening to that for the first time i was like wow this is mad different this isn't you know west coast dr Dre, snoop Dogg. this is east coast you know hip-hop Wu tang you know basically um and i was pretty big that that set me on that path to listening to rap differently hip-hop differently as you know some not just dance music you know music to move you to but music that has messages music that has some complex rhymes and lyrics music that can make you think and that's kind of put me on that path so in saying that um, you know I'm gonna talk about this show uh, that came out late last year uh, I think in September 2019 um, And uh, the show is called Wu-Tang, an American Saga. And basically, it's a fictionalized account with some factual um, moments in it of how the group got together and how Wu-Tang came to be. Um, You know, if uh, you haven't seen it, uh, I'm going to give you the warning I like to give. Spoilers. Uh, One, two, three, four five uh if you haven't seen the show it's pretty dope it's been out since september on hulu uh i think it's got 10 episodes um it follows closely uh, bobby diggs um everybody knows bobby diggs as the rizza from the wu-tang clan um a quick rundown of the wu-tang clan members you know there's nine original members i think it was rizza jizza ghostface Killer raekwon you god master killer inspected deck method man and uh, old dirty bastard and uh later capadonna came on as well um but those are the original members um of the wu-tang and it's, it's pretty dope so far if you're into biopics into you know uh, musical biopics um, you know a lot of people like seeing the stories of how You know groups came to be or how singers got to where they were you know the struggles they go through um this is definitely one of the ones better ones that i've seen um it's a pretty good show so far i think they actually renewed it recently for another season and it's it's good man it follows Pretty closely like the main primary character I think is um, you know the RZA uh, which is Bobby Diggs, and then you have uh, that's played by Ashton Sanders uh, that kids a pretty good actor he was in uh, moonlight um, and he he's pretty good man uh, especially in this uh, he also came out I think in what's that movie with Denzel Washington um, the Equalizer. You'd think he was in the sequel to that. So, the kid that was doing the graffiti in that movie, if you've seen it. Um, and then Shamik Moore is in it. He plays Shaw Raider. Uh, Shamik Moore is pretty famous from... Uh, he did the voice for Spider-Man Entered the Spider-Verse. He played uh, Miles Morales. And uh, he was good in The Get Down, too. If you haven't seen The Get Down, that's on Netflix. It's a good show, kind of about how hip-hop started in, um, you know, in New York. So he's good in that show um and uh you have um you know i'm not gonna give away all the story except even though i say spoilers at the beginning of reviews um it, the actors that are playing you know the counterparts of these famous rappers are pretty good so far um you have also uh, tj adams who's playing old dirty bastard um you have um uh, it's name it's eluding me right now um julian elijah martinez is playing Metro divine Diggs. uh this is the riz's older brother um and also um you have david david east brewster i think that's david brewster is playing methaman so uh it's cool if you guys are into the wu-tang definitely check it out um You know it's the story is i mean i'm not gonna say it's a brand new story one you've never seen before but just to see how all these cats came together um and started doing music together and just you know so far in the little that i've seen um how much talent there was coming out of that borough in new york and staten island is crazy so it's definitely something uh, you guys should check out um i did not know this from watching the show but it's you know i didn't know that jizza rizza and odb were all related um i had heard stuff like they were but uh, this kind of you know shows you how close they were how tight they were um you know some of the stuff is fictionalized in the show so i'm not sure what exactly is fact what's fiction but that's uh something you know to keep in mind while you're watching it but um You know, you're going to hear the music in the show And it's just going to make you reminisce of uh, You know, listening to those tracks You know, a lot of people um, My age uh, When Wu-Tang Forever came out Towards the end of 97, I think That just was like Blew up so big Because hip-hop was so big at that time And, you know To see uh, This, you know, put into A show format And To see all these characters interacting with each other, it just kind of gives you that nostalgia, you know, saying, man, there's never really been a group like that. And I don't know if there'll ever be a group like that again, especially a rap group with nine members and, um, you know, reaching the heights that they did with music and hip hop. So... Uh, it's a good show man definitely check it out again it's on Hulu uh, it's called Wu-Tang an American Saga uh, it was actually created by RZA and uh, Alex Alexei um, and it's got great acting in it so far um, and you know when you know the guys that are were part of the story are the ones uh, behind putting it together for you know people to see um, you know Mathematics also I think a producer on there it's, it's pretty good man it's definitely worth checking out um and uh yeah let me know what you guys think if you get to check it out it seems like some of the um, another cool thing some seems like some of the episodes are uh after named after some song titles so that's kind of cool too and uh, yeah check it out and uh let me know what y'all think you know one other thing i thought that was uh you know i forgot to mention is uh, you know of that time uh the music that was popular at that time at the same time as Wu-Tang um, you know it's, it's crazy when I look back and I think about the music of that era um, <clears throat> you know Wu-Tang was the first um, album like I said that I listened to by myself so it's, you know that I bring that up as relevant to the you know the show that I did a review for um but i was looking back at to when i look back at this stuff and i look back you know at the songs that were popular at that time or the groups that were popular at that time and you know you had uh cypress hill that had like black sunday you know as far as hip-hop that was popular um doggy style which was snoop dogg's first album um KRS went out of album back then it was return of the bop night by nature you know super big back in that, that same year uh, which was 1993 um, you know, and Ice Cube had lethal injection that same year. Um, Scarface had his first, uh, not his first album, but uh, that single um, that was popular that year. Ghetto Boys, um, you know, a lot of a lot of the groups at that time. Um, Eazy, you know, came back with that album uh, going back at Dr. Dre, you know, that whole beef that, that took place, uh, that you can see a little bit of in, uh, you know, the NWA uh, movie, you know, straight out of Compton. So, um, it's it's pretty cool, uh, when I look back and, you know, think about the music of that era and to know, um, you know, that was the first one that hit for me, um, at that time and probably turn me into a hip-hop head more than anything after that for a while so uh yeah that's uh that's about it for the wrap up on wu-tang and american saga and uh again always like i always say thank you guys for listening got any questions any comments you know shoot me an email um you know drop me a message there and uh talk to you guys later bonus content bonus content bonus content to this episode um this information just dropped to me recently by a buddy of mine said that uh since this is an entertainment episode I gotta put this in here so according to Sylvester Stallone on his Instagram if you guys are social out there uh he's saying they're going to make a sequel to Demolition Man uh if you're like me it's one of my favorite sci-fi flicks from back in the day and um it's definitely worth a watch if you've never seen it one of the coolest villain names ever on the silver screen simon phoenix come on who who doesn't love that that's like one of the most evil names ever um but yeah according to stallone um you know they're talking to warner brothers about doing a sequel so i'm thinking uh old man stallone in the future gotta be interesting would be an interesting idea but anyways i just want to add that little tidbit of uh, entertainment news i hope you guys like that little quick flash there and uh talk to you guys later peace out